0: <laughs> this sounds like
1: this is terrible. <laughs> wait, wait for it. No, okay, it gets good. Okay, this okay. is where we need to start.
0: Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. right pop,
2: pop, Hey, pop, pop, who are you gonna call? Look who's back. Food Busters.
0: <laughs> oh, we should have done that. The yeah, Food Busters. Yeah, the Food Busters.
2: What you gonna do when they come for you? That's a different okay. one. Yeah, I need
1: ghosts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, well, here we go. Look at this.
2: You know, only the. A second show since the rebranding of Eat, Talk, Repeat, but the first to be graced with the presence
1: of Of another. The lovely Miss Watkins.
0: I'm glad to be here. In
1: studio. Yeah. Look at this. I've got, I got to have a- Selfie, I'm taking a selfie in the middle of it. Look at that. <laughs> I'm in the shade, which I'm in the shadows, which I should be.
0: <laughs> John's taking a photo right now. Got
1: more chins than a Chinese phone book. Okay. Ooh.
0: It's going to take a while for that one to hit me, but. <laughs> 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 well, this is fun. E Talk Repeat, the first show with all of us. I apologize, gents, for missing last week's. But
1: oh, you mean you apologize for all the fun you had out of town?
0: I, I do apologize. Okay.
1: in, in, in Puerto Vallarta?
0: I was there. I was also, last week I was in Napa.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> it's a rough life. I know. Me. I know.
1: Uh, oh, Sam, do we feel sorry for it? No. Okay. Let Sam. me
2: exchange that organ for a tiny violin.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> so rough. Drinking wine, eating great Mexican food.
0: Great Italian food.
1: You said great Italian food in Mexico? Yeah. The do best. Tell.
0: The best Italian food I've ever had is down in Mexico. And it's ah. because there's, Legitimately, Italians that moved to Mexico for whatever purpose. One guy wanted to get into the surfing industry in Sayolita, then realized that, that wasn't going to happen. So he goes, Well, do I move back to Italy or what do I do? And he opened this very small, tiny, tiny.
1: In the high rent district, no doubt. No. No.
0: Barrio. In the, Legitimately. In the barrio. In the barrio. Whoa. I had a pasta dish, a bottle of wine, and paid like $20, and it was better than I've had anywhere here in Vegas.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, it's a, well, there's a lot of Italians in Mexico. And I mean, and, and oh. uh, I've never been to Puerto Vallarta, but that doesn't surprise me. They'd have great Mexican food. There. So
0: I had great Italian food in Mexico, and then up in Napa, Great wine, great food, yeah, all right.
1: around. Yeah, N- Napa is like is like food wine Disneyland. It really, it is. really is. It's yeah, adult yeah. Disneyland. It's adult. I don't for, need- for wine lovers. <laughs> you just go. You can just stumble out of your wherever you're staying, and there's a winery or, or, or a bistro or a bakery or something to eat or you drink yes, everywhere you everyone go. Everyone
0: can have Disneyland and Disney yeah. World. I'll take Napa. Did I you want-
1: go to the town of Napa at all?
0: No, we were because that we? had
1: quite a resurgence about 20 years ago, and I was last there eight years ago, and I really liked it what they were doing with downtown Napa.
0: So I wasn't there. I was in Calistoga. Uh. yeah
1: the hot springs do a hot springs
0: no i want to i didn't know i was it's the hot springs capital of the world
1: apparently yeah yeah is it really
0: yeah no it legitimately is every other hotel is advertising hot springs
1: i don't do hot springs because i i I don't like even getting naked in front of myself much less (laughs) other people okay and
0: they do mud baths like yeah
1: yeah well yeah i got naked for those too. apparently so
0: but yeah include me out (laughs) okay so i won't take you to calistoga got it
1: And enough about my bathing habits. Let's talk about food in Las Vegas and eat, talk, and then repeat. I love it.
0: Well, okay, so I missed the last two
1: weeks. Uh, You had a recent blog article
0: on your website, eatinglv.com. And it was about a response to a writer so that... Sent you an email and they want to be a food blogger and asked for feedback.
1: Yeah, how do I become a food? Well, she's complimentary. I've been following you for ten years. She said, "I, I love what you do. How do I get it? In... How do I get into the business?" Is what she wanted. Yeah. To
0: okay, know. so I read it and one of your things was you said, "Define what's special about your love of a food and approach it from that angle." And I yeah. was like, "That's interesting." But what's your approach? Like, what makes you? How? What drove you into this?
1: The short answer is. I've been a rabid restaurant goer since I was like 12. Really? Okay. I mean, really that. And and if you follow me over the last 30 years when I've been writing for like 27, 28 now, uh, that's what I'm all about. I mean, I have I have specific loves of food, you know, the way Sam has love of pizza and and, <laughs> and, and, and you have love of good wine or whatever. But uh, I have specific things I love. I mean, I'm a French food junkie. I mean, I, I love great sushi, et cetera. But what has driven me, and if you look at my point of view, it's I'm the guy who goes to all the restaurants, you know, and not so much now, okay, I'm getting up there in years. I don't do it like I did, uh, you know, even five years ago, 10, 20 years ago. I was going everywhere. I mean, you send me to a town, I want to eat everywhere. I go to a place like Paris or New York City or Los Angeles or Mexico City. And I mean, four meals a day is not enough. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's oh, no. the problem. I just see food and I want to eat it. I mean, I want to try it. And I'm always about, you know, is this taco better than that taco? Is this fancy French restaurant better than that one? Where do you get the best sushi? I mean, what chef is doing something really, really interesting? Not what's hot and trendy, but something really passionate and great. So rabid restaurant going is how I've always approached what I write as the guy who wants to just eat everything everywhere.
0: So there's people that like to go hiking and yeah. and hike every trail and figure out right. which is their favorite and which is their best. You just adventure in restaurant. Everywhere,
1: okay. but, uh, There's always more mountains to climb. I and mean, there's another, um, every, every time, I went to Minneapolis last year and I'd never been to Minneapolis. So I was there for five days and explored the food scene. It was, it was great. It was interesting. I don't really wanna go back to Minneapolis, <laughs> but, but, but but I approach it from that angle. And, okay. and it's great to have been, to be me over the last 20 years, because I have this kind of mafia of food writers all over the world, from London to Tokyo, to Paris, <laughs> to uh, to Germany, mm-hmm. where I email them and they say, oh, John, you gotta go here, you gotta go here. And that's great to be kind of in that fraternity. And, uh, that, and that's and that's what I've been doing and that's what I'm passionate about. When Just to, com- to complete the thought though, when, when I was advising the young lady, what I'm telling her is, y- you just can't say, I wanna be a food writer. I mean, you, you have to, you have to have a point of view about yeah. doing it. It's like a mu- musician who knows what they really want to play, not just "I want to be a good guitarist." Okay, or a good violinist. I mean, they they exist, but even the best ones, even the mediocre ones, are approaching it from a very personal standpoint, like what they want to be versus you know uh, something to everybody.
0: So, would it be fair to say that you're basically a, a great sifter for? people in vegas you go everywhere and you sift through the bs and the trends and the
1: right i have been everywhere i mean not as much there are probably some youngsters out there right now that are exploring places that i don't go to anymore because you get to a certain age and you don't want to waste the time or the calories on something like some some something what Oh, you know, like, um, like there's a place called Jesse Ray's Barbecue, and I'm a barbecue nut. I mean, I've, I went to school in the South, and I've done barbecue tours of everywhere from Kansas City to South Carolina. I've done them all. And I mean, for a guy who doesn't live in the area, I think I know a lot about barbecue, make it a lot. Well, Jesse, Jesse Ray's Barbecue is big on Instagram. I mean, everybody talks about it, but he's the kind of they, – they will, like, create a, pizza, a barbecue pizza – that's about literally 12 inches round, turn it into a giant like football, hollowed out football, and then pour barbecue in it, and then pour cheese sauce and macaroni and cheese on top. Look them up sometime. Jesse Ray's barbecue. It's loathsome. It, it, it's, it's hideous. It's nauseating to me, but it gets clicks. And that's the kind of stuff that is driving people to the internet world of food advertising now. But to me, it's very unappetizing. So that's the kind of stuff I, I don't go to. Somebody says, oh, you got to go here. And then I look at it, it's just gimmicky. No clickbait. No, yeah, no clickbait, no gimmicky okay. food. So that's what I, so when I advise young people, if they're getting into this, what your, maybe it's tacos, maybe it's sushi, maybe you have a heritage, maybe you're a Dominican and you, and you want uh, the, the Caribbean food to be you know thought more of go at it from that standpoint. And I think you'll be more authentic and people will respond to what you write more than if you just say, I'm a foodie, I like to eat, and I'm going to go everywhere and just post pictures of it because that's what a lot of influencers do. And it, you know, it had a lot of traction maybe five years ago, but they're losing influence. Influencers are literally losing influence because there's so much of it out there, and it's just like white noise. It's like white restaurant noise. And you, it's
0: all bought and paid for, and there's yeah. no opinion. It's just like it's pretty. Here yeah, I am.
1: Yeah. Oh, you've got to go here and try this fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when you get done there, go over here. This has got what? Uh, you know, t- you cannot live without this pizza. You know what I mean? And you can tell it's just it's just all a bunch of quick uh, bait. Okay,
0: yeah. and before we get into all the restaurants that we need to go, that you've been, et cetera, you said pick your platform and go nuts. I know you're a writer, you're a great writer. EatingLV.com is a great example of all of your fabulous reviews and funny reviews and wittiness.
1: Sometimes, but what's Thank your But you. <laughs> what's your favorite
0: platform? <laughs> you, you know, you're
1: just saying that because it's true.
0: It is. <laughs> you're, I literally, Sam will agree. Your reviews are hilarious. Yeah, They're incredible.
1: incredible. I don't do them as much as I used to because I've reviewed every place and now and I find very few new places are worthy of a complete restaurant review.
0: Okay, so but what's your favorite platform? Twitter, Instagram, or your blog? Where do you engage with people the most? If someone's listening to us right now on E Talk Repeat and they want to get at you do they go to Twitter, do they go to Instagram, or does it not really matter you'll respond anywhere?
1: Well, I'll respond anywhere. I I get the least amount of – I used to get the most amount of traction. When when Anthony Bourdain and I were feuding you know, publicly about uh, about 11 years ago, <laughs> and my, that's when the, the blogs were still a big deal. I got a huge amount. I was getting 100,000, 200,000 clicks a month on, on my blog. Now I get like 5,000 know, in a good yeah. month because people just don't go to blogs anymore. Everybody just wants to go to Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I like Twitter, believe it or not. I'm kind of a, I get a lot of engagement on Twitter. You can only post four pictures at a time. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of like quick hits, where I am, what I've done and what I like, that's a good place. Instagram, I'm on Twitter at eating Las Vegas, at Twitter.
0: uh, At eating Las Vegas is you on Twitter.
1: On me on Twitter, on Instagram, it's at John Curtis, my name. And uh, it seems like uh, I, I am migrating away from Facebook. I just don't see Facebook as being a very viable platform anymore. I mean, the, the Facebook algorithm has been exposed as you can, they can tell you that you have a thousand friends, but you're really only engaging. They're only letting you engage with about 50 of those. It's an uh, echo chamber uh, yeah, yeah. of 20 people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With me, like say I have 5,000 friends on Instagram, but I really engage with about the same two or 300 people all the time. I get a lot more engagement and people looking at my stuff on Twitter and Insta.
0: Sam, what do you think? Do you like Twitter, I Insta? Think,
2: yeah, I think for food, I think Instagram still is the best yeah. because of the visual component, right? So you, you the, it's all about photos, it's all about video. By the way, video right now leading on Instagram. So the traditional uh, idea of putting up a, a posts and having photos, it's not. that's not where you're gonna get engagement,
1: it's actually the reels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And
0: TikTok, we haven't even mentioned yeah, TikTok. TikTok. Well, well, TikTok,
1: I, everybody on TikTok is under 25. I, I mean, they're not going to respond to a guy in <coughs> his 60s <coughs> on, on TikTok. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Sam. Sorry, I stepped on No,
2: that. no, no. I just, uh, no, I, I, I'm i not, I would never download TikTok on my phone. I'm just uh, yeah, very it, it would, suspicious of it as a program. I, th- I think it steals a lot of your data. Uh, but I think, but absolutely it's being used, but, but I, you're going to get the right blend of people on Instagram.
1: And yeah, that's true. A lot of chefs are there. A lot of foodies are on Instagram still. And I don't, I do a reel once in a while, but you know, do all that video stuff. I mean it, I guess it's eye catching but you have to take the time to like yeah. produce a reel whether it's a 15 second reel or a 3 minute reel and you know if you have a lot of time on your hands and you have a, a facility for that good for you but a lot of us have more things to do than sit around we have day editing jobs. yeah we have day <laughs> jobs I don't I don't have time to sit there I wish I was 18 years old and could make up these really cool videos with music but I just don't have the time to do it
0: Well and that's kind of going into the next segment we're going to talk about lotus of siam you were at the ceremonial opening on wednesday and i saw some of the videos of it everyone's walking around with their phones and they're videoing and for me like i've actually tried to get away from my phone as much as possible and i just want to enjoy things and so that's why i i understand the algorithm you need to do reels you really should be doing TikTok, and all of that requires video but gosh you forget to like stop and actually enjoy it
1: well, in pictures, let's face it. I mean, it takes if it takes uh, if it takes a half hour to make a fifteen minute or a thirty second video that's good. You it it takes thirty seconds of your time to look at it, and then read and read about it. It, it it's there's it, it pulls you in a lot, which is what the what the social media platforms want to do. But we don't have time for that either. You know, if, if you're at that great Italian restaurant, and us, now again, speaking as an aging yeah. boomer, you're at that great little Italian restaurant in Puerto Vallarta, and you post like, oh, you won't believe where I am. Look at this, blah, blah, blah. And I, I look at four or five pictures or one or two pictures. I go, okay, I get it. Ashley was here. I see where she went. That's interesting. I don't have time to be like, oh, look at this reel. Look at this <laughs> reel. I mean, that, that, that The time suck of that is yeah. huge. So you've got to both be young to produce it and to consume it. And those of us, you know, who are interested that you've had great Italian food, I'm not so interested. I want to hang with a two-minute video of you walking through the restaurant and every, every bite you've had.
0: agree. All right, now let's move on. Anyone that wants to check out those handles, they're in our show notes on Spotify and Apple podcasts. You can find John, the show, me, Sam, all of those handles, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, I guess. I don't know, but and
1: pretty soon, I guess I'll put "Eat, Talk, Repeat" on my bio. You should. I know. Now that we're in, <laughs> we're, in we're in, we're in the second show. <laughs> I hope this. And has Ashley's a long- actually shown up. I know. I yeah. had to
0: see how the first one went before I was like, yeah, "Okay, they're yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll show." She's up Showing her
1: true colors here. You know, I hope this has a longer run than Emerald's TV show. Do you know that Emerald Gossi had a, it was on a sitcom at one point? No. In the late '90s, it had. I think they did four episodes. And he was so terrible we're halfway there yeah halfway (laughs) maybe they did a little (laughs) more but you know that's when he was the first big tv chef you know in the the mid and late 90s somebody got the bright idea of course hollywood let's do a sitcom around emerald well he can't you know he's a he's got a winning personality and he's a good chef and he's great for food shows but he's not an actor he's not a comedic actor and it was so terrible i think they pulled the plug after he embarrassed himself like two or three times and that was it. So let's hope we have a longer run.
0: All right. Let's <laughs> no, tease where, let's tease where we're going here on this show. We're going to go to Lotus of Siam opening at Red Rock. We're going to go to Ost Talk about
1: Osteria Fiorella also in Red Rock. I did a full tour out there the other day. It was it was nuts. Uh a place I'm dying to talk about in a few minutes called uh, uh, The Daily Bread yep. up in uh, uh Desert Shores. And uh, we'll talk about Herbs and Rye. And one of our crew here had a less than stellar experience at the at the iconic Herbs and Rye on West Sahara.
0: And then I wanna hear about Bala Italian Soul that just opened in the Sahara. And also let's talk about the Vegas Pizza Fest that's upcoming and where else we should go this week.
1: Yeah, the Pizza Fest is number one on where to go. I'll be there tomorrow.
0: All right. Uh, Beautiful. Well,
1: well, well, we're just gonna take a quick break here. Eat, talk,
2: repeat <laughs> continues. After this.
0: Hi, it's Ash from Salmon Ash Injury Law. You need a lawyer you can trust. So give us a call at 702-820-1234 or go to SamAndAshLaw.com. No pressure, just answers, because you deserve what's right. We've got to work on this.
1: Ash loves it. I know. <laughs> If, like, she likes the funereal organ music that preceded this, the post.
2: Yeah, most. <laughs> yeah I, I like the other one more, but, uh, you know, but, yeah. Welcome yeah. back. Eat Talk, Repeat, Sam Marjofsky, Ash Watkins, and the culinary curmudgeon.
1: That's me. The... Grumpy Gourmet John Curtis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is your favorite nickname?
1: The Irritable Epicurean. Okay. Okay. Get to
0: know, note it, people.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll take. I'll take any of them.
0: All right. First up, Lotus of Siam at Red Rock. Tell let's ju- let's
1: just talk about that. I mean, real quickly. I mean, there's. Uh, I did not eat the other night. They ran out of food. What? They ran out of food, so I wish I could talk. about Was it about just them. like
0: passing around light bites? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. light
1: bites, and you know, and I love the Chotomit family. I mean, I have been. I'm not going to claim putting them on the map. Jonathan Gold of the LA Times did that, but I wrote the first review of them here in Las Vegas back in 2000 for for Nevada Public Radio. And uh, so I, I go way back with the family. And they had this VIP opening. I thought there'd be like 100 people there. I think they invited like 500 people. I mean, every, every foodie, food writer, media person in Las Vegas was there. And when I got there, it, it was supposed to start at six. I thought I'll get there at 5:30 and by 5:45 they'd already run out of food.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So, it was a mob scene, but it was it was great. They were taking pictures and it was just uh, there was a, a selfie wall and and it looks fabulous inside. It's a it's a big dressed up Thai restaurant now. It's not not the little hole in the wall that they started in yeah. at commercial center. And uh, it's it's twice the size of of the uh, the bigger restaurant they have on West Flamingo now. That's their flagship right now. This is going to be double the size of that. Same menu, pretty much the same menu. I, I asked them, and the same incredible white wine list. One of the great white wine lists in all of America.
0: And that's what you would pair with Thai food, right? I would.
1: I would pair the they they do it there really well. German white wines, Rieslings, Gewurztraminers. Uh, Pinot Blancs, Pinot Gris uh, from Alsace, uh, even some American white wines. Okay. You know, not so much the, uh, you want kind of lush, rich uh, white wines with a lot of uh, mouthfeel for those spicy Thai flavors. Yep. And they know how to do it there with these sweet and semi sweet German wines better than anybody.
0: Well, you said last show that you were going tonight on opening night. Are you going to? Or are you gonna bail D-
1: depends on how sober <laughs> i am at three forty-five this afternoon <laughs> I mean, that's I a my,
0: reasonable position a, i okay. have
1: my long friday lunches i'm famous for them and i just depends on how much wine i belt down between noon and three
0: okay if you don't go tonight how long are you going to wait
1: i'm go? if i don't go tonight and there's a good chance i will not i'm going to go early next week because okay. i just don't uh, you know, i like to hit these places on off nights because they're more comfortable Well, let know. me know i will let you know but it's a gorgeous looking place it will if if you like thai food i mean you will love it it's our most iconic restaurant i think it's our most famous restaurant yeah. i mean i you can you can talk to people in europe who've heard of lotus of siam now i mean it's uh, it really is it won its james beard award like over 10 years ago ago now but but it's um Really famous uh, California people come up here. Just I was just going to say,
2: yeah. The thing is, the Californians that when you tell them, oh, but the best food's off the strip, they go, yeah. I know one restaurant that's off the strip. I've been there. It's a crab, and, and, and invariably, it's Lotus of Siam. So it has
1: you know, that, and Raku would be our, the Raku yeah, would be the other yeah, one. I, th- I think
2: have, it's you know. It's but for for people I know, it's been categorically. Uh, without exception it's been loss of siam
1: it's well, well Jonathan gold was was thumping the drum w- yeah. at the la times uh, f- you know for a good 15 years about it so he was always telling people this is this is the best thai food in america is up there and uh, i've had other food writers cynically say how could Jonathan gold, ha- gold have said that because you know has he eaten in every thai restaurant in america no but i mean he's eaten a, a lot of the yeah. good ones and let's face it the some of this asian food at at our, at our end of the country is a lot better mm-hmm. than it is at the other end of the country. Yeah. I don't know, just the way, just geography. Geography, that's yeah, how yeah, that works, yeah, John. Yeah. Um, and okay. uh, so it's great. Lotus of Siam, Red Rock Hotel Casino. Uh, you should go there soon. Check it out.
0: All right, perfect. Now, because they ran out of food, where'd you end up?
1: Osteria Aust- <laughs> Fiorell yeah, with, uh, with Mr. Hollywood and I. Mr. Hollywood. Well, yeah, we, went, we ended up there. I. But before I go there, let me... So this, was, this is what, Wednesday night? Or, uh, yes, yeah, Wednesday. Two, two nights. Uh, before I even got there, I walked around the Red Rock Casino just to check on all the restaurants. Every one of them was mobbed, mobbed, F- filled to the gills. I mean, I, I walked by T-Bones with Mr. Hollywood, thinking, well, let's just go get a drink in here. Bar was full. 30 people in line, they're turning people away and sending them to other restaurants wow. in the place. This is on Wednesday night. I, it was phenomenal to me. We walked over to the um, Blue Ribbon, Hearthstone was, was packed. Uh, we ended up at, at fiorella and i i got in there because they know me and they said oh I'm mr curtis and they found us a space at the bar and i had sworn off italian food <laughs> I, I i said i'm not gonna have any till, not, till next year but i i weakened and had some really really good they have a nice happy hour menu and i had really? some, i had a little calzone with, with with bitter greens and pork that was just knocked my socks off all right i'm gonna be negative
2: today because uh <clears throat> i went Ooh. on tuesday night I was there one day before you, John. You don't even know this. I snuck in there uh, unannounced, was able to get a table, although it was busy as well. Absolutely. The whole place was packed. All the restaurants got in there. And I, that is now the second perfectly average meal that I've had there. And I have- austere no, Osteria Fiorella. Yeah, I have no need to go back. <sighs> it wow. was
1: rumble rumble
2: and it, it was nothing there I, one person or party got a, a steak tartare i mean we ordered the kind of a diverse uh, things off the menu i had a uh a, a veal milanese which i is a th- you know thinly breaded uh, yeah we get we get pork. it at, at, well, at, Tri-
1: at Cipriani, Cipriani the which is
2: yeah. probably the, one, one of the better ones here in town it is yeah, I, producer Robbie went there with me. In fact, he's declaring here. He's in my ear, telling me it's a solid B steak tartare. Okay, and he's a he's a he's a foodie as well. I mean, man eats eats around. Uh, he's a yeah food hoe. How, there how does you go. he how
1: does he get food, food past food past that beard though? I mean, I, mean, I would think he could probably just uh, you know eat out of his own beard. For those are the, the those
2: are the rations, you know, for for later in case. <laughs>
1: Okay, anyway, the winter months. so but Fiorella, anyway. did you have the, the, look, let me tell you straight up, the, the best thing about Oster- Fiorella, and Mark Vetri in general as a chef, is his pastas. He is famous for his pastas, and they generally tend to be uh, unique and beautifully done. So I did that, not that, have any pasta. Well, and there well, you there go. go. Uh, Gosh. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, okay, What well, that's what the listeners need to know. If you're going to there Osteria you go. That's Fiorella, why you're
1: listening to us, folks, yes. You
2: need to get the pasta. The pizzas are bad. And yeah. I know my pizza. Folks, I know my pizza. <laughs> oh, does
1: he ever? I, I, think I,
2: you know, I know what a pizza carb was, ought a be like. Down sometimes I look molecular at Molecular level. And this this pizza was... was um.
1: <clears throat> Sam, sometimes I look at your billboards around town, and I see your face, and I just see beautiful ash, you know, standing beside you, and then... I should see your head. All I see is a margarita pizza. Okay, that's, <laughs>
0: that's so basic. Don't even give them the, the <laughs> not, spicy Not, the sofa not even give it a That's the uh, to
2: you, bitches. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, we've got a lot of Italian food. Great okay. Italian food in town. So if you're in Red Rock and that's what you want, you're recommending Osteria Fiorella, but you have to get pasta. The pasta the thing. You do. That's you why do, you're listening, okay.
1: folks. Yeah. Because, and, and I will agree with Sam that the pizzas are not. I would say they're better than mediocre, but they do not uh, ma- make you put down your cult- cutlery in awe. But, they're pretty basic. They are okay, there. and that I, I don't think Mark Vetri would want to hear like to hear that. But I don't go there for pizzas. I go there for pastas. Yeah,
0: there and, you hear it. Okay, okay Now ba- Bala Bala Italian Soul opened at Sahara. You haven't been. I haven't been. Sam, I don't think you've been. Have you? Hello? No. Okay. But you said a friend of yours.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're driving down the strip. I hitched a ride with a friend and she's a real Italian food lover. Been to Italy dozens of times, Mm -hmm. Uh, really knows her pastas and her pizzas. So I said, I said, why'd you go? She goes, oh, we had friends. They wanted to go because they love Sean McClain. And she likes Sean McClain. Uh, I think before you two got to town, Sean McClain, there was a restaurant called Sage Mm -hmm. in Aria. Which was one of our more spectacular restaurants. I mean, the setting, the food, the decor, the service, the wine. The, the, they had a, an amazing bar. I mean, it was Sage was a real foodie favorite. And, and what kind f- of food though? It was kind of I would say upscale American, almost like um, uh, I would I, I would I wouldn't call it gastropubby because it was more sophisticated than that. But it was very much kind of. Uh, French cuisine with an American spin. Okay? okay, he he worked in like small birds foie gras, uh, great steaks. But re- Sean McLean is a really creative chef that that, that uh, it, and he won a James Beard Award for a, a vegan restaurant, a vegetarian restaurant at one point. So uh, a real foodie favorite is he. I don't know why he opened an Italian restaurant who induced him to do it, but my friend, a uh, foodie friend, said she went. I said, well, What do you think? She went. And she just rolled her eyes. She, goes, she goes, It will, then nothing about it will make you forget, you know, Amalfi by Bobby Fue or Cipriani <laughs> or RPM Italian or Esther's Kitchen. And she's been to all of these places. So she, and, you know, she loves El Solito Posto up, up there. And she goes, She said it was just like basic strip hotel Italian. You know, and that's kind of it. And that just shows. That's the what, worst thing you can be called. No, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how, who dangles cash and, and in front of these uh, national known chefs and goes, oh, okay, I'll do Italian. Remember, I ranted. I don't think you were here, Ash, when I ranted the other week about uh, white boys thinking they can do sushi. You know, these people do, chefs think I'm a chef. I can do X. Yeah. I can do barbecue. I can do pizza. I can. No, you can't. Okay. So don't just because you're good and you have, you have chops. I think you stay got, in your lane, stay in your lane I and mean, <laughs> white
2: just, yeah. man can't white men can't sushi. That was uh, <laughs> nah, nah, last yeah. Week's episode. Yeah,
1: guess. that's uh, nah. i I'm, I've had it with white boys trying to do sushi. And yeah. I wanted
0: to, so when I heard, saw this tweet that you put out on your Twitter account, I thought, well, maybe it's just the taint of going into the Sahara, like, ugh, like I gotta go to the Sahara. <laughs> there is but, that,
1: but yeah.
0: I love bizarre meat.
1: Yeah, his army's great. And
0: I will gladly walk through the casino floor of Sahara to get there. So, I Well, that, well
1: that's and, and that's a good point because you want if you're going to be next door to Bazaar Meat, that bar is super high to to live up to. You can't just put me. Now, I'm going to go for myself. As much as I respect my friend's opinion, I'll go. I have a lot of respect for Sean McLean. I want to see the restaurant for myself. I'm going to go unannounced sometime probably in December, January, and just kind of on a midweek and just see for myself. But I kind of, and she showed me some of her pictures. It looks perfectly functional, but it doesn't make me want to, drive to the sahara and walk to the sahara hotel to eat it
0: i'm excited to go i will go also i think it's going to most closely compare to rpm is my yeah, yeah. gut instinct so yeah. i look forward to that review
1: okay so that's that's that for uh Australia fiorella sam says no but if sam didn't order correct you should consult me at all times at Mr. Wojcicki. come on <laughs> mistakes were made <laughs> um <laughs> Now let's talk about, I think we should have a, a, let me see, I wrote this. I think, I think real quick, we should have something called Why Us? You know, Why Nobody Else? And I've got a reason that you should listen to us instead of any other podcast. Go for it. And I'm still waiting to figure that out. Look at, go to the, just for a good uh, grins and giggles, go to the top restaurants on TripAdvisor for Las Vegas, okay? (laughs) The number one restaurant is primal in the boulevard mall <laughs> oh,
0: stop
1: primal it's apparently so they stuck this really weird steakhouse on the side of the boulevard mall which is you know i've been a bit of mall in decline for about 20 years now <laughs> and a friend and that and i'm being that I'm takes being, a lot yeah. to be
0: in decline for that long <laughs> yeah.
1: well i'm being i'm being kind here okay a buddy of mine went and apparently they have Like, oh, it's just, you got to look it up. But, I mean, you want to, I don't want to trumpet my own horn too much, but the reason why you should listen to people who do go out all the time, who know what they're talking about, is because when you go to places like TripAdvisor, I mean, they, I think Eggworks is the number four most best restaurant in Las Vegas. okay Eggworks. I mean, it's just dumb uh, you know uh, pa- ballot stuffing shit okay
0: <laughs> but, and i think the other one's like hash house of go-go oh yeah, yeah i went there, there once
1: and oh, I looked around and I was
0: like I get it. Like this is all just people that are off the strip looking for the yeah. same little diner that they have in their hometown yeah. and there's nothing fabulous about it.
1: Yeah, but except except they the portions are huge oh. and they stick a giant rosemary sprig in everything. That, that's that's, <laughs> Decadence. Their, that's their calling card. Okay,
0: yeah. do we want to talk about daily bread and herbs and rye?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I want, how much time we have now. We're kind of running out. Real quick, yeah. real quick. Okay, you have got to uh, Sam you start with herbs, and then we'll end on a positive note. And I'll I'll start. I'll tell you why you should go to the Daily Bread. But let's I start with herbs to, and rye. I went to herbs
2: and rye. Herbs, if you're British. Herbs. Uh, herbs. Herbs, because there's a fucking H in it. Anyway, herbs. We say herbs and rye. It's a spot that I have liked over the years. John, you know. Ne- never have. Um, I've
1: I've never been keen on the food.
2: And it's a a place where I've had several really great meals, but I went on a Monday and I thought it was, the food was just subpar. The steak was not cooked at the right temperature, had a weird flavor to it that was off. Uh, And usually the steak is, is, has been for me spot on. The the cocktails might be some of the best in town. The cocktails oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, are, are spectacular. They have. Uh, I had a, uh, a, a what it was a whiskey sour. It was terrific. And then I had a cocktail off of their their specialty menu that was um, that was a um, uh, really a, just a, f- a phenomenal drink. It was it was incredible. So I I loved everything about it other than the food. And my question is, John, is this a Monday thing? Like, is it just a function of, yeah, is you there got a to,
1: Monday meat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, if, if in, it's in the B ki- team in kitchen confidential, Tony word talked about, you never order fish on a Monday. Okay. Yep. Because it's, it's a uh, Monday is the B team. Monday they're, they're, most, all, restaurants. We still run on a, the world seems to run on a Monday through Sunday, of, schedule and everybody builds towards the weekends and Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights. And even Sundays can be busy by Monday. There's a huge drop off and the restaurants that are open are using up the produce that they've got for their for their big push, the mm-hmm. five days before.
0: Well, and I just want to say, I think herbs and rye is living up to what they proposed to provide you. I just googled them and they say we make pretty good steaks and really good cocktails. Yeah, and
1: if you have enough cocktails, <laughs> you won't you won't mind the steaks. But yeah. but Sam's uh, uh, Sam's spot on on this one. I mean, I've eaten there and I uh, the owner is Nick Tali Mendoza and I have mad respect for the guy. He's made he made a huge success of this. He's a he's a master mixology guy, too. That that's his background. And I remember when he opened, he had me in God, this is 15 years ago now, this is a while ago. But he had me in and I, cause I had written something that I didn't like about it. This was pre social media days and he didn't, it wasn't real complimentary. He had me in and We talked about it and I said, well, you know, there, you could have great food here. And it, he didn't admit it. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it was kind of like, well, that's not what we're going for, John. We're going to go for this kind of, we're going to have this great happy hour, which he does, mm-hmm. which is sort of like bargain basement steakhouse, uh, from 5 to 7 30 every night yeah and then kind of coast on from there and that's been his niche and he's and he's busy every night and he fills it up but let's just say he's not committed to the highest quality ingredients or cooking and you just have to know that walking in and some people don't mind because they're paying 35 dollars for a steak not $75. You get what you
0: pay for. Yeah. It's what they're trying to accomplish and they yeah. seem to be doing it.
1: Right. And, and, and the, the, I mean, it's a great looking place. The bartenders great. So and, I love a by, lot of things, not everything, but the food. <laughs> yeah. And
2: by the way, I would, I would go back and the place to sit folks, it's, it's like impossible to get a reservation. Impossible. You, you it's, you have to book it a week and a half in advance, which I don't, you know, I don't play that game. So I, I like going to the bar. And you can almost always snag a spot or two, or even three at the bar. Uh, if you can h- hang out for a moment, first come first serve. And I think it's, that's the way to get in. And the bartenders are super great and the drinks are fabulous and the food is okay.
1: All right. Yeah, and, that, and that's uh, that's pretty much it. And, and uh, I will give you a pro tip, go later. You, you can sit down. They fill up so early, but if you want, if you're willing to eat later, as in like dinner at eight, nine, you can get a seat. But yeah, but, but every night, Boom! It is the people, the bargain hunters are out, and you can't compete with them.
0: All right, do we want to go to Daily Bread?
1: Daily Bread. Let's just uh, finish with this one. Fantastic, fan. What is it? Where is it? It's a. It's it. It's the old. Um, oh God, why now? Now I'm suddenly glitching on it. Uh, it's. Uh, it was Sonia, the the lady who. Oh God, what, are man, you talking
2: what? about Bodega Bagel?
1: yeah what was her previous restaurant oh rooster, uh, boy? Rooster, boy. rooster boy thank you thank you it's in it's in my book the 20 of the 52 greatest restaurants of, of a couple of years ago yeah rooster boy cafe it took over the rooster boy cafe oh uh, is it still her it's not her it's oh, okay. a guy named scott cummings c-o-m-m-i-n-g-s apparently he had a a, a glimmer of a uh, fame on some food tv competition show came out here I'm sure he's paying nothing in rent out there, but he's taken over the Rooster Boy space at Desert Shores, and he is knocking it out of the park. He's doing all his own baking. The breakfasts are fabulous. The croissants are wonderful. He's doing French bread. He's doing giant boules of bread, and he's doing baguettes. Uh, uh, We had the eggs and his country ham just made my eyeballs roll back in my head. I mean, uh, 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 he he does fresh-made... giant pans of cinnamon rolls they come right out of the oven <gasps> and say they, less and then they there it is i mean it's a special little place it only has i think seating for 20 people maybe i mean there's we there's like just three or four four tops oh and maybe a tiny count so so 20 people max on weekends it's impossible to get in we unless you go really really early but the daily bread check it out he's on instagram but it's my new favorite breakfast place in desert i
0: mean i'm on their website and it looks fabulous the menu looks incredible i mean they have shakshuka chorizo tacos cinnamon rolls i'm i need to eat any I, i need nowhere else
1: and he's playing it smart he's keeping his menu small he does his own baking and then he's open breakfast and lunch and then he's done i think he's closed monday i'm not sure they what? have pizza. Pizza?
0: Yeah. The okay. daily. I'm
1: alerting. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Sam, <laughs> the just daily, got a, the, Sam
1: just got a Woody.
0: <laughs> yeah. The Daily Pie Pizza Parlor, it's Thursday through Sunday, 4 to 8 p.m.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, I—I I mean, I—I haven't tried his entire oeuvre, but I will. Uh, he gives me great hope that this is going to be a big success, and if it is, I'm sure he will outgrow it into a better, uh, better place because oh, okay. he can only—he can literally only accommodate like about 20 people at a time, which means in, in an entire sitting, he's lucky to serve 100 people in a day and, and that's that's not bad but it, you quality
0: yeah. over quantity and i'm yeah, all yeah. for
1: it and passion you can taste the yes. passion at the daily bread you can and the bread was fabulous too so so daily bread let's end on a positive note uh and i guess are we almost done should yeah. we just
0: take a quick break and then go into uh, uh, where uh, to go
1: and then we'll do a quick uh wrap up yep. okay we'll, okay and pizza I'm Talk pizza.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're
2: listening <laughs>
0: To all your last thing Talk, is pizza.
2: <laughs> repeat, and now repeat after the break. Don't go anywhere.
0: Re-pizza. <laughs> Talk re-pizza. If you've been in an accident, there's no reason to call a sleazy lawyer. It's not just about the settlement
2: check. It's about representing your interests and your values. So
0: call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit samandashlaw.com. Yes. I think it's growing on me.
2: <laughs> Just like a wart, this music, <laughs> it'll get you.
0: And the show. <laughs> Before you know it, you'll subscribe, you'll like it, you'll review us. All of that. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Eat Talk Repeat.
1: Eat Talk Repeat. Eat Talk Repeat. That's what we are, right That's, here. that's
0: what this show is going to be called. Okay, speaking of Repeatza. This weekend, I'm going, John, you're going. Sam, I think you were supposed to go, but you're not gonna make it. The Las Vegas Pizza Festival is happening here right by the Arts District on Industrial. I am so excited for Saturday afternoon.
1: Yeah, what do they have? 20 different pizza yep. pizza Okay,
0: I'll do the quick rundown of who's gonna yeah. be there. Some I've heard of, and a, a lot I've heard of, and some I have never heard of. Good Pie, Pizza Rock, Metro Pizza, Esther's Kitchen, Al Salito Posto, Banano's New York Pizzeria. Brooklyn. Don't know that one. Yep, never heard of it. Brooklyn's Best Pizza and Pasta, which just opened up here on Charleston. Yeah. Um, Carmine's Custom Pizza Truck, Dom DeMarco's. Yeah, he's he,
1: they, they do really solid work out on, uh, on West Sahara, yes.
0: Evil Pie.
1: Yeah, downtown, great.
0: Italian Graffiti. Don't know. I've never heard of. Naked City Pizza.
1: That's one. Uh, he's he likes to load up his pizzas, and he, he has a lot of fans. Uh, they're always too much for me, but they're they're tasty.
0: <laughs> Naked City Pizza provides fully dressed pies. Got it. Fully
1: dressed pie. Overdressed
0: pies. <laughs> Pizzeria Manzu. Old school. school, run
1: by Gio Moro, yep. which are, are going to be amazing. I mean, I'll make one of B-line my favorites now. in town. By the way, yeah. yeah. Yes. So I can't wait to go there pizza cake. cake
0: no pizza cake never What's heard of on? it no, 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 that one. rebellion, rebellion. anthem
1: They're, they do wonderful new york slices so i can't wait S- uh Setabello. as the, the granddaddy of them all yep. yeah signora so. pizza truck that's one everybody raves about and i haven't been mr hollywood yep. hollywood we, they, raves about that one
0: we've done it they came they come to the arts district pretty regularly yeah very I'm,
1: good i'm not done
0: um, they're super Frico, which I didn't know they do pizza or are known for pizza and women in pizza. Never heard of, I'm but ne- here's no, my,
1: I've never had a woman in a pizza or on a pizza now. <laughs> it's all my oh. favorite food and, groups. And you know, I've been, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just haven't tried hard enough guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a,
1: it depends on how it's served. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, the one surpriser <laughs> that I just can't quite figure out, Snap-O-Razzo hot dogs, that's, how they're speaking in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean- That's Ralph Perazzo.
1: Ralph Perrazzo makes his custom-made hot dogs and sausages and he's a great chef and he's been in town. so He does mainly wholesale uh, to the trade okay. uh, uh, hot dogs. I think he's just got a booth there to promote his hot dogs, okay. which, which are crazy good.
0: Of these, which one, I'm only giving you one, are you most curious to try?
1: I'm gonna go first to Metro Pizza, which is another granddaddy along with- Have you with
0: had seven. it before?
1: Oh yeah, many times. Okay. But Metro Pizza I think has like six or seven or maybe 10, they're, they're in the airport. I mean, they've they've got places all over town, but they do these customized pizzas okay. up, up in their location way up at Centennial Hills. And uh, they're going to be bringing out some of their big guns here. This is not the standard stuff you get in their general Metro pizza location. So I'm going to make a beeline to Metro for sure.
0: Sam, if you were going to be there, which one would capture your attention?
1: I want the razzle
2: dazzle hot dog one course you do okay, okay. I, well, well you
1: know let me tell you uh one, i want to
2: know what that's all about
1: let me tell you one i wish was there that is not is ellis island has ismael romano doing its pizzas oh i've heard and, and he was the one who perfected the cipriani pizza that mr Mirajowski is so fond of and he's the considered like uh the the pizzaolo that all the other ones are in awe of in town so Interesting. and he does his he works for Ellis Island Casino yeah. has a pizzeria there it's great he didn't show up here and I don't know why but to me he's one he, he's a notable omission probably for some corporate reason that uh, no one's ever going to know about but probably I wish could, I wish he was there
0: probably casino related
1: yeah obviously um, they want to keep him they want to keep him tied down at the you know at the farm and.
0: But, I think my interest is Italian graffiti. I've never heard of it. I've I've never stumbled across it on anything. And so that's just shocking to me. So I want to go check it out.
1: Well, the thing about the pizza festival is, I mean, I've been to most of these places not all of them but you kind of want to see if they're going to uh try out something new that you know that if they're they're, testing uh, yeah not the same old menu and i think most of them are okay so it's going to be here's so that's a reason to go yeah here's our kind of i i kind of think i hope they're going to show you some of their standards pies and then there's going to be one or two things that are really special that you can only get at the Pizza Fest. So that that's what I'm looking for. So that's a reason to go. Places.
0: If you've been to most of these places and you know about them, go check it out and see if they're testing anything, if you're a guinea pig for their potentially new, latest and greatest item.
1: And it's all you can eat. I mean, you, bake, you can just go nuts. I mean, it's a little expensive. It's $75, but you can eat all the pizza, you can stuff, and you can walk out with it. I, every year, people walk out with pizza boxes full of stuff.
0: They're gonna lose money on me. <laughs>
1: i bet they will so that's tomorrow folks starting at noon at the on industrial road the down the las vegas pizza festival look it up every foodie in town is going to be there
0: okay and just to wrap it up where do you recommend people go beyond daily bread or lotus of siam i know your guinea pig recommendation (laughs) where you haven't gone but you're sending everyone else i want everybody to
1: go to primal (laughs) And report back. And report back. just how terrible is this steakhouse in the Boulevard Mall? And if it's good, I wanna know about it. But I don't have the guts to go. If, so if people say it's good, will you go? I will, I'm will. i going to go because the guy who went said I should go, who told me about it. He went and he said, Ooh. it's not terrible. He said, it's not the worst steak in town. And like their tomahawk chop, which is this giant tomahawk mm-hmm. pizza, uh, to- pizza. <laughs> tomahawk steak. <laughs> he said, you know, they're charging instead of like $250 for it, it's like $125. So wow. he said, and it was good meat and, and he enjoyed it. And uh, he I says, just
0: want to get the footage of you walking into the, into the Boulevard Mall. Yep. Yeah,
1: I it's uh, yeah, that's and not, not exactly my socioeconomic um, uh, uh, comfort zone. Let's just put it that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sam, as
1: diplomatically, you, as I can say that,
0: do you have a recommendation of where you think the listeners should go?
2: Well, I mean, if you're looking for a steakhouse in a, in a terrible location, you the, the, there's always the steakhouse deep that's inside. Certain- of circus circus, circus,
1: circus, 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 yeah, and you
2: will, you will have to literally dodge falling asbestos to get yeah. to this restaurant. But it, you know, it it has,
1: it's actually very good it's inside, good. yeah. It's, and it, it's classic old Vegas steakhouse, and I, I, I was there pre-COVID, uh, and I, I was. It's, it doesn't compete with Bizarre Meat and Cut and all our better steakhouse, but it's a lot of fun. The service is great and you just, it's cozy and old school. So yeah, the, these steakhouse at Circus Circus is a recommendation that I, I can firmly stand behind. I can too. Yep.
0: I just struggle with the walk out after well, all the,
1: and, ugh. And the problem is not just that, Circus Circus has a certain odor it's about the, it.
0: it. It's the smoke, it's the stale cigarette and, smoke and, and, from- and
1: Mixed with disinfectant, yeah. you know, and, uh-huh. and, 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 and and years of-, of But still go, but still, still go, go. you, you just, gotta do it at least yeah. once. <laughs> so, when you go in, as soon as you walk through the doors- One won't kill you. Yes, and, and And as soon as you walk Probably. through the doors, you forget all about that. Yes, that's so, true. Because it's so cool inside. It yeah. really is nice inside the Circus. Okay, so that's, Wait, that's our second show
0: a recommendation oh i'm sorry rude guys i want to go to jalisco underground the new spot below Wally's. they're they're pitching hundred dollar nachos so you have me sold oh
1: that's just bullshit. that's a, no <laughs> that, that, that's that's We put gold on it or you know some
0: they're the it's it's run by Wally's, i'm almost positive and they do the hundred dollar chicken there but i they i want to go
1: what, what do they put on a nacho to make it worth a hundred bucks?
0: A hundred dollar gold leafed jalapeno. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I will be the guinea pig for uh, the group.
1: Okay. Well, I'll go. If you go, I'll go. Okay. okay. Perfect. And uh,
0: it hey, can't be worse than Viva.
1: It, oh.
2: Listen. We can listen. do both.
1: We can do, we, 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 we'll, we'll throw down that later. <laughs> but but uh, you know, one thing my wife told me to not do today. She said, Ashley hasn't been on for a while. She doesn't want you and Sam Mansplaining anything to Ashley? I think we do a good a good job of not mansplaining, don't we, Sam? Are you going to start mansplaining things to me right now? John, yeah. here's the way. It Let
0: is. me tell you <laughs> how it is. I
2: have I've learned to quit while you're ahead.
0: Well,
1: That's what, that makes for happy marriage too.
0: Well, this is. Uh, let's just okay. We got to wrap it. Okay, this yeah. is the second show of Eat, Talk, Repeat. Yes. Um, this one's definitely called Repeatza. and <laughs> if you have comments you like it go be sure to follow us on twitter instagram everything at eat talk repeat if you want to directly critique any one of our opinions on here our handles are all there in the show notes on spotify and apple podcasts um eating las vegas ash the attorney and what's right sam
1: and give it to us with both barrels. We are grown ups. We can take it.
0: Yeah. yeah, We're lawyers, we're adults, we can handle it. We've heard
1: it all. And we love a good conversation yep. and debate about food. So happy happy eating, everybody. Good night, Canada. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Radio video. Movie with a in a disco. Forget
0: about the rap, right? <laughs>